there are those of you who are listening, we cannot debate your effort. Like you're killing the game in terms of effort. What I've realized, see, studying the individuals that execute, you know, at a high level because execution is worship. You know, one of the things that we have to do is we have to make a shift because when you're naive, effort is your feelings, you know, and you're thinking from a place of feelings. Today's show is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. We all know that we need to get those fruits and greens and vegetables and all that in our diets, guys, and here's a quick and easy way to get it. You just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. Hey, we're going to have to change my name for this podcast. It ain't nothing Bayesian, nothing Caribbean. It's too doggone cold. I know Let that's me just right. say that. <laughs> the snowman. Jesus, the snowman. I'm the snowman this, this episode, <laughs> y'all. It's too they much. call me Jeezy the snowman, no doubt. Snowman. Carl is uh, up there in the frozen tundra. E is down here in Atlanta with me, uh, although I haven't seen him. Uh, still ain't seen him. You know what I'm saying? I'm here, like, though. You would think I'm that we like, hear each other. We would have seen each other by now, but nope, we haven't because uh, my kids, we had she a- She live boy, an hour Atlanta, away, y'all. Let me, let me tell y'all something, man. Atlanta, I know we had the snowmageddon. Uh, what was that? Three, three four, no. A couple of years, Five yeah. years ago. Yeah, five years ago. Matter of fact, that was like- Two weeks after Trey was born, so January, like probably tenth or fourteenth or something like that. Um, I remember because I was outside helping people get unstuck, and Trey was like a little infant. And uh, so five years ago, we had the snowmageddon, and let me tell you something: if they even say a flake could possibly fall, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not even trying to dog out the A, but like they shut down everything. We got to like you remember back in the day, like. I'm from Michigan, so when we had like school closures, they would like flash it across the bottom of the screen at like 7:45. You know what I'm saying? They were trying to like, oh, they was waiting to the last minute to let you know if you had to go to school, and you had to look and see if your district was closed. And I remember, oh, you'd be pissed. Oh, every district in the world was closed. (laughs) After you were fully dressed, though. And halfway out, no no doubt. But that was still the best. You didn't care as long as you had to go to school. But I remember they would be like. Oh, Clayton County, uh, Eaton County. Yeah. You, oh, you, I, we was in Ingham. They was like, look, Ingham County schools will remain open. What are you saying? Oh! I'm talking about 17 feet of snow. All yeah. ice. The bus will be there. You had your behind there. But let me tell you something. They shut down the whole city. We got a, a, a message from the school yesterday at 4.30 in the afternoon saying that the school was closed. Of course, that means I'm with the kids all day because I don't have a real job. And uh, yeah, so no, I didn't get a chance to to, to connect with E yet. I was uh, daddy daycare all day, man. So um, Plus he live yeah. in Tennessee. 
You know what I'm saying? He live on the outskirts. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, no doubt. He live in Tennessee now. <laughs> it's a little different up here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, uh, the, the, the air I'm is in the Atlanta. C is in Atlanta at Tennessee. Yeah, well, it, all the one-bedroom shacks haven't been moved to Tennessee. Okay? Well, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Um, but yeah, no, nah, man. So, uh, but I did, we did, um, I did take the kids to the NFL experience, man. And that was. Oh, man, you took little mama too? You said what? You took Lil Mama too? Yeah, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. <laughs> but, but I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I regretted it every second. Of the, I'm talking about from the moment we got out of the car. You know how kids carry me, and I'm like, no, just walk. She had a full scale meltdown. So, and Avery, uh, you see Avery, she not, she ain't little. So I'm like, shoot, I'm my arm about to break. Had to carry her through the whole thing. The only time she turned up is when we got to the actual activities. Lil Mama was ready. I'll post something on our S2S podcast page. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it was fun, man. That thing, man, if you never had a chance to go, if yeah, the Super Bowl is go. ever in your city, man, yeah. go to the NFL experience. It's one of the most incredible scenes you'll ever see. That place was humongous. I mean, it had to be, oh, man, I, I don't even want to guess how big it was, Carl. We were there for probably two and a half hours and probably saw a third of it. That's how oh, wow. big it was. Yeah, it was huge. So I know E, you'll be down there on Thursday. Yeah, um, yeah. it's going down. Uh, yeah. So Carl, won't you catch us up and then E, let us know about your Super Bowl festivities and yeah. So so far, um, Jordan's been home now since Friday. So CJ, you just mm-hmm. explained Lansing, so you mm-hmm. understand that you got school canceled like you know three days in a row. Like it's oh, real no up here. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, they don't cancel school like for real. Like Michigan State canceled uh, today and tomorrow. So um, it's real. Oh, it's already yeah, canceled that's what for I'm tomorrow. It's already canceled for tomorrow. So today, so let me just put perspective. So Monday we had about six, seven inches of snow. Continue to snow some today, but it was that like I'm talking about dust snow the entire day, like the entire day, not like you know what I'm saying off for thirty minutes. I'm talking about from the time I got up, probably seven o'clock that morning, till probably like seven thirty Monday. Like it snowed the whole day, but dust. So you don't even realize it's snowing, and then you look outside and it's like seven inches. So they canceled school that day. Then Tuesday, um, they just like, yo, it's too much going on, canceled. I'm talking about, so CJ, Jordan School told me Tuesday, like morning, they canceling school Wednesday. Like it's just way too much. So tomorrow, what's happening is the temperature's supposed to drop to someone godly. So I just literally, I'm throwing out, no, nah, I literally just came back from outside. The E effect, we, got it. we never talked about that in the podcast, but the E effect. Uh, e got people doing some crazy things. Somebody brought some paperwork, said that they got an opportunity with E.T., and they had to drop the paperwork <laughs> off today. Let it snow. It's eight inches outside, and it's listen to what I'm saying. Uh, it is five degrees. When you want to work as bad as you want to breathe, bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Listen, what I tell you, you're gonna get somebody degrees. killed with that foolishness, man. I hope you sign some waivers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's real. Five degrees outside. It said it feels like minus fourteen, and her car got oh, no stuck. Question. Got stuck in front of E's house. See that just, in front of my house though. She wanted to breathe. He ain't even there. So she made so me like, e, I'm here. Where you at? <laughs> oh man. So me, I just when I saw my yeah, dad. Call and it, good, yeah, hey, the good thing was it wasn't stuck, stuck. It was like you gotta know how to maneuver, you know what I'm saying, to get it out. We got it out in a couple of minutes. But yeah, so tomorrow. Left. You know the Barbados left. This, this is where the Barbados left work. This is exactly oh, where it worked right here. <laughs> thank God. Thank uh, God. But, Hey, so tomorrow, here's the challenge. So tomorrow, the high is minus one. Oh, yeah. What? 
Yeah. I'm sorry, I thought you said the high was minus four. Yeah. Don't the even call that a high. Four. You know what I'm saying? Just say the other low. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You shouldn't even be able to say high. Bruh. So now, and it's across. I talked to Jamal today. He said their high tomorrow is supposed to be minus 12. Mm-hmm. That's in Chicago. So, like, they yeah, just that, shut that down. Wind, yeah, they got that lake effect, that wind chill. Yeah. Yeah, so they just shutting down everything, man. It's just like like it ain't playing cold. It's real cold. And that's not what it feels like. That's the temperature. Like right now, it's saying five, but it feels like negative thirteen. Yeah, who so cares what the actual temperature is? All we care is what it feels <laughs> right. like. It's just cold. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That's Why real. do they do that? Yeah. Why yeah, do they do that? Yeah, that's know. when you re- you walk outside and your skin just burn off, like literally, like burn. Literally. Uh, yeah. So yeah, don't, yeah don't, we'll don't, be. I hope y'all stocked up, man. Y'all got enough food. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We shelter. good. We good. A good thing he ain't at the career because you know his heat done went out by now. You know, <laughs> you know, E heat. Hey, don't, don't play. E, why did my water heater go off this morning? It was, I mean, no praise God, it came back no on. Question. Like I just shut that sucker off, but it came back on. I but promise I was like, oh, you yeah, might this is not go the time. Over to, to Saddlebrook and get the, uh, <laughs> get the heat pumping in that joint. Because E and them, I figured out why E and them stuff don't work. They, they ain't there for they six never months at a time. <laughs> So when they come back, he pissed because he tried to kick it on, and the furnace like, oh, we thought we was done. <laughs> we thought we was done. Bro, I could have swore you was gone. Uh, you know what I'm so anyway, yeah, man. nah, man. Well, we'll, we'll keep you in prayer uh, as we, you know, like I said, it got down to, you know, it got down to like 36, 37 today, Carl. So we were. Mm. Oh yeah, no, that's it, real for y'all. That's cold yeah, down there. Nah, it was real. So we're, we're, we two are, are, are dealing with some uh, some weather. Uh, e, catch us up, man. What's going on? Oh man, man, bless, man, living the, living the blessed life, man. This is uh, I'm yo for real. I'm I'm going in. Like I'm I I made up in my mind. You know, my wife was like, I don't know if we should do that. I said, look, we doing everything. Whatever you want to do, whatever I want to do, we doing everything. So of course we start off with um, you know, we 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 we're gonna be hitting a couple schools. Um, tomorrow we got two schools, which is Wednesday, Thursday we got two schools. And then, of course, Friday is a Super Bowl uh, experience where I talked to a group of, you know, high performing uh, elite uh, high school football players and just really try to get them ready for college and, you know, for that whole, you know, for the next uh, phase of their life. So super excited about that. Um, And then, of course, mad shout out to my girl, uh, Natara, with the uh, Super Bowl experience. They bring me every year. I decided last year not to go. It was in Minneapolis. So I'm like, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I got MS. You know what I'm saying? Bump that. I got MS. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't go to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I hate I missed out, but um, like I said, we're here. And so then tomorrow after we finish with the two school, well, I'm meeting with Ant in the morning, just doing a little coaching. He, I mean, he's going to be coaching me. Um, and then after that, Deion Sanders has his um, 30 for 30 premiere. So I'm going to be um, going to that event. Um, and then, like I said, the next day we hit two schools. And then I've got two events. I've got two Super Bowl or uh, former NFL player events uh, from seven, I think, to eleven. Or one of them seven to ten. So I'm gonna hit one for a couple of minutes. The next one for the next couple of minutes. And then, like you said, Friday I got that. Saturday, bro, I gotta go to San Antonio for a gig. So I fly in same day, fly back, and then Didi and I are going to. Um, I think it's um, Cardi B and Mars, uh, Bruno Mars concert and then of course Sunday is the Super Bowl so we going to uh, we going we going to spread this thing out Wait so Cardi B when is the Cardi B concert a uh, Saturday night in Atlanta in Atlanta Oh wow 
Y'all going to see Cardi B? Tell us a little bit more. The, the people <laughs> might be a little shocked. I know, but uh, the people may not know that he is a, you know how I, a I, uh, I'm in the beehive. He in the uh, Cardi click. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What you know Cardi, what's crazy, I don't know what the Cardi one is called, but I just, Cardi click. Yeah, yeah. But what's so crazy is. Cardi Coalition. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> you know, Diddy is a, Diddy love Bruno Mars. So mm-hmm. I didn't even know. Diddy was like Bruno Mars. I mean, who like, don't oh, like no Bruno Mars? Oh, for sure. You got to, yeah. Come on, yeah. So like I was Bruno like, Mars, whoa, Bruno Mars here. And then she was like, and your girl Cardi B. I was like, how Cardi B get on the same ticket as Bruno Mars? Oh, no. They they do a, they do songs together. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. you talking yeah. about? Yeah. 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 Cardi is the clear and present example of living your truth, living yeah. your, your, your authentic your self. Truth. And yes, blowing sir. up with exactly who you are, you know what I'm saying. And I told yeah. you, when I, I when I really start digging Cardi is when I heard her say, "I got a bag and fix my teeth." I'm like, "Yo, mm. that's yeah. just real," you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like most people, yeah. you know, they getting all kind of stuff done and they want to make it look like they just been, you know, like she let it be known, like yo, and she let you know it wasn't cheap. I'm like, oh okay. Yeah. Like I said, you may not all the messaging may not be. Exactly yeah, yeah, where you want it, for, but you're talking your about taste. somebody living their authentic yeah. truth, boy. She doing mm. it to the fullest. I'm talking about yeah. to the fullest extent. So, man, I, let me tell you, I, for one, am super excited to get the Cardi B update. You know what I'm oh, saying? For from, sure. <laughs> from E and Didi at the Cardi B concert. So Yeah, uh, yeah no, I'll take pics. That'll be live. You going backstage to meet her, or are you just doing the regular nah, civilian No, nah, we ain't going to do all that. Well, I don't think we're going to do all that. She said a it's, it's late thing. for me. The concert started at <laughs> 9, see? It's late for me. If I can make it through the- Oh, um, the concert starts at 9. Yeah, it started at 9. A.M. or P.M.? You know what I'm saying? Hey, you might have to drink about seven Red Bulls and couple five-hour energy, because I don't know uh, how you're going to stay up, bro. That's crazy. Well, hey, I'm gonna sleep I'm sure. on the plane from San Antonio. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying. Well, mm. y'all, got a, y'all ain't got no extra tickets for me and Candace, though, huh? There's just two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I use your plug. <laughs> you said what? I said I use your plug, so I know you got the plug with my. Oh, with, 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 you use my plug and didn't even tell <laughs> me. <laughs> well, how do I? Why, why would I tell you about your plug? You live in Atlanta. I didn't know. So I know you know concert, the concert, bro. Here. Let me tell you, you something, know? bro. I got a five-year-old and a two-year-old. I'm just trying to keep my head above water. That's the only thing that you can keep up with, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to keep my head above water. I ain't got time to be checking for the Cardi B concert with Avery pissed because I won't pick her up while she's tired. Um, Yeah, no, I got you. Okay, got you. Well, Cardi B, uh, we look forward to getting the intel on how the Cardi B concert went. Are you going to the game or no? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to the game, yeah. Oh, okay. My plug, you use my plug for that too or? <laughs> I you use James' plug, actually. You know what, no, no. what plug was that? Yeah, I have to use James' plug for that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, you know what I'm saying? I just, hey, I'm, I'm living my blessed life too, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> over here, daddy daycare. All right, cool. Well, um, man, Super Bowl festivities are fun. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm glad yeah, to see everything's cool. We are helping. Yeah, they come we to your city like C-Say, make the we sacrifice. We will do, we will we be hosting. A, uh, a a very small, 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 small <laughs> uh, Super Bowl party at the house. Just you know, friends and and, and close family. Well, they gonna sit at in the one bedroom. See, uh, well, we got a big TV <laughs> in the one. One thing we did get is we got the oversized TV that take up the whole wall in the one bedroom. So, uh, everybody matter can sit fact, on the bed. I mean, and it might just be like my brother, 
and sister-in-law. Like, I'm not even on, you know, that, but... Um, hey, oh, big shout out to my brother too, man. He was uh, oh, y'all yeah, the hookup, man. My brother was on uh-huh. NFL Network today. Super proud of him. He was interviewing on NFL Network. Of course, he's the athletic director down here for uh, Metro Atlanta Boys and Girls Club, and they had him on, man. And uh, he did a great job. He was on TV today, just killing it, being interviewed by the NFL Network people. So shout out to him, and big shout out, man. Let me not let me let me make sure because I forgot last week. Uh, I got a friend. Man, and this is why you got you keep good relationships in your life. I got a friend named Bruce. Uh, of course, you guys know him. He goes to the church. Um, but Bruce, man, just been my brother since like sixth, seventh grade. Solid dude. You talk about people coming through for you. So y'all know my pops had prostate uh, surgeries, doing well. I should probably get that update, doing really well. Thank God. Um, keep them in your prayers. Of course, you know, we just want to make sure that thing is all the way gone and everything's good. But um, Pops is down a little bit, you know, and uh, with all the snow that Carl's talking about, Bruce has been by my folks' crib probably like five times, bro, and wow. shoveled the driveway so my mom could get to work, shoveling the whole walkway, the steps, just everything, man. So big shout out to my brother Bruce, man. Love you. Yeah. Seriously, thank you. And let me tell you something. You know why I love Bruce? Never even called or said a word to me. Didn't send me a picture in the snow. You know what I'm saying? Like I got nothing, it done bro. for you, see. I got just, it done for you. Yeah, man. I'm saying just dog. Just just yeah. went by unsolicited, man. He knew my pops had surgery and looked out, man. So I do appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Of course, he listens to the podcast, man. And just wanted to say publicly uh, to everybody, man. Thank you, man. Keep good people in your life because that that uh uh-huh. you, you don't even know how much that means. So. Um, yeah, shout out to Bruce, man. Good dude. All right. Um, are y'all aware of, and, and Carl, I'm not sure if you heard about this, but bruh, apparently, did you did you hear about the iPhone? Mm-mm. Bro, I got to get your take on this. So apparently, there was a glitch that people found in the iPhone, right? And the glitch is, if you call somebody on FaceTime, you can make their phone pick up. What? So if you call somebody, so if I was to FaceTime you and say you don't answer, right? I can basically make your phone answer and I can hear what's going on on your phone. (laughs) Audio (laughs) and video, bro. Can you believe that? Yeah. So so listen, listen, and I'm, they already, and I'm, I believe they already fixed it. And trust me, tons of people trying it and it was working. Bruh, it is the craziest thing. So they basically say, if you start a FaceTime video call, right? So you're like, oh, let me FaceTime Carl. While it's still ringing, if you swipe up from the bottom and click add person mm. and then add yourself, you'll be able to hear the microphone on the other device, even if the owner oh, wow. is nowhere by. Even if you're not even by your phone, you'll be able to hear what's going on. Literally like an intercom, you could tap into their phone. Yeah, no. And so <laughs> they found out, though, so then everybody started going, to, like, tripping, going crazy. <laughs> and they found out the bug also sends video if you hit the power button to, like, deny the FaceTime call. Like, if you hang yeah. up, like, you see who's calling you and you deny it, and they do that same little trick, the video will actually go through. Well, yeah. Bro, yeah, that's, that's not the scariest thing. That's ever, all a mess. I'm just saying the fact that it could do that. Like I don't even care about their mistake. The fact that it could do that, yeah, that's that's a mess. 
Bruh, I'm sitting here, bruh, I am literally tripping like, yo, you mean to tell me? And you know how, you know how you, you'll get caught red-handed, somebody FaceTime you like, man, I hate when they FaceTime <laughs> And then you just start talking junk. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my worst nightmare. I'm like, man, oh, bugaboo, always FaceTime and get off my phone. Going crazy. And then all of a sudden, duh, it, uh, yeah, that person hearing and seeing everything you got going on. So I just thought I'd let people know. They said to Ooh. turn your FaceTime they said turn your FaceTime app off. I'm like, I just, hey, I'm like, I, I uh I have a, a strict no FaceTime policy with most people. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna when's the last time I FaceTime you, bro? I'm just trying uh, to you know. if it is somebody's birthday with the kids saying happy Maybe. birthday or something. And that was like, and I'm talking about when I did that, it was like, yo, I'm about to FaceTime you with the kids. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, no, I, I thought that was interesting, man. And uh Apple, man, they I, I, I we Nothing's sacred, bro. I'm trying to tell you, man. Like all this, do you? I mean, what do you think? Even Alexa, all of them. Like, I'm tripping. My brother and them got Alexa in the crib now, and it's like you could be having a regular conversation, like at regular volume. You don't even have to yell nothing. You're like, hey, Alexa, and she like, I'm right here. I've been here the whole time. The whole time listening to you. (laughs) What you want to do? So I'm a little intimidated by that kind of stuff, man. But apparently, hey, um, you know what kills me though? See, is the uh, Diddy watched the documentary. The other day, that was like um, cameras everywhere, bruh. Mm. Oh, Airbnb, uh-huh. cameras, cameras everywhere. Yeah. Hotels, cameras. And she watched a documentary. I'm talking about cameras. Eh, bruh, you thinking you got the privacy, boy. Oh, and yeah. They, they, but but I told you, I got, like I got a love hate relationship. Me. Yeah, but I have no though. privacy. I'm but like, here the thing, though. I don't need no privacy like that. I'm like, if it's going to help you catch the bad guys, if that's for what sure. you're looking for, uh-huh. go for it. Because if you want to get in on my phone calls with me and Pops, you know what I'm saying, chopping it up about how bad the lions are, feel free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, who are all these people? Like, the government is listening to our calls. I'm like, bro, what kind what are of you business talking you about? talking about? Uh-huh. If you ain't uh-huh. talking about moving keys across the interstate or you're not like coming up with some crazy plan... They can feel free to tap into me and E talking crazy about, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it ain't uh-huh. a whole lot there, bro. So I, I do worry about the Alexa stuff because I feel, I don't know. It just feel like you got another human living with you. But at mm. the end of the day, that's just the way this this world is going. We can't fight it, man. We about to be, uh, we probably going to have robots living in the crib. So everything is automated. Everything is quick. But I thought that was crazy, man, when I saw the iPhone thing. So, yeah, mm. iPhone, uh, if you got an iPhone, the, uh, download the new update. And, uh, and that way they'll really, and they'll really be able to see what you're doing all day. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, With your camera off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. Hey, shout out. I'm about to, yo, I, I forgot to send it to y'all. But yo, you ever had something crazy happen? Like, yo, the other day, I took the kid, I picked the kids up from school. That's not crazy. I always do that. But we went to the grocery store, right? And I got Trey and Avery with me. Um, we go to the grocery store. We go back. Um, by like, you know, where the meat department is or whatever. And I hear like a like some singing, but I thought it was from the radio when I was far back. I'm like, yo, they jamming in Publix. And I was like, yo, as I got closer, I'm like, yo, hold on. I'm like, dude is actually in there killing it. And I seen a dude, like a, a younger black dude in the back, and he was just, I'm talking about like straight Luther, y'all. Like I'm not playing, like my man was going in. And I was like, yo, I was like, you know me. I'm like, bro, come up here. You know me. I'm trying to figure out, like, yo, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm about to 
sign you to ETA Records. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, something. I'm like, yo, my man is a beast. So my man is in the back of the, of the grocery store, like, just chopping meat, singing like an angel, dog. And I'm like, yo. So I pull hmm. my phone out, of course, and I'm like, bro, first of all, do you do this professionally? And you just, like, side hustling up here at, uh, at Publix? And he was like, nah, bro. He's like, you know, I just, you know, I just work here. I'm like, you got an Instagram Facebook, anything? My man was like, nah, bro. He's like, I just, you know, just chilling. I'm like, wow. So anyway, I recorded my man. I just sent y'all the video and y'all check it out. I'm about to post it on the S2S podcast page. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us on S2S podcast. But when I tell you my man came, I'm about to play it over the phone. I know. As a matter of fact, no, no, no. Go to the go to the S2S podcast. I'm gonna send it to y'all phones right now. But my man, uh-huh. whoever my man is, shout out to him. My man sings like an angel, and I was just like, yo, it's so much talent in this world. Like, my it man is, is back there is, working in the it meat is. department at yeah. Publix, which, no, no shade, great job, but I'm like, bro, you really need to be, like, somewhere doing this professionally. So I just sent y'all the video. Y'all check it out. If you want to see it, man, go to the S2S podcast page and uh, check my man out. And you know what I was about to do? It's like, for real. As a matter of fact, maybe y'all just watch it real quick when it come through. But I was about to, you know how like that kind of stuff go to Ellen and stuff like that? Oh, so right. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to tag Ellen. You know what I'm saying? So if you out there, you know Ellen. Uh, <laughs> matter of fact, everybody who um, sees it on the S2S podcast page, when you see it, comment underneath and at Ellen. I don't know my man. I don't even know his name for real. I don't have no business deal. I just was like, yo, let's get this young brother a shot. Cause um, man, he just came out of nowhere, man, and he he sang incredibly. So um, yeah, I wanted wanted y'all to check that out when you get a chance. Um, all right, cool. Uh, let's get started, man. Um, e sent me a case study that he wanted to go over, so I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the hip hop preacher go at it. So I'm gonna read the case study, and uh, I figured this would lead us into a pretty decent uh, discussion. All right, so and I read it, and I'm like, ah, right, wow. Let's let's go. So. Uh, let me get my reading voice together. It's late, y'all. We're doing this podcast a lot later than we usually do. Uh, it's about, what, 8.30? What time is it? 8.30? 8.15? Yeah. Something like that. <clears throat> so um, it says, a high-performing sales rep is in charge of closing deals for some of the company's biggest clients. He has a team of 15 to 20 sales reps, and they, are, they were the highest-performing team in the company. Life happened, and his son got sick. The company allowed him to take a leave of absence for 30 days. After 30 days, the sales rep returned, but neither he nor his team were performing the same. He put forth the same effort to continue to perform at a high level by coming to work early and staying late. He used his lunch hour to go uh, and check on his son, who was now in a coma. Although the sales rep was there physically every day, mentally he was not at work. Despite his efforts, he wasn't performing at the level the company needed him to perform, and consequently, he was let go. All right, so E sent that to me. And um, E, how do you want me to do this? You want me to read the first question? You want me to read all three questions? No, I don't think it's... No, I see, you know, I sent it to you because I used six of those case studies or scenarios at the day two for the conference, you know. And, you know, I've just been talking to a lot of people who are frustrated you know, with their jobs, you know, and kind of frustrated with, you know, this whole idea of like, you know, they don't, they don't value me. And, you know, I've just been studying execution. Like my thing, 
for 2019 and, you know, even the courses we're going to offer is extreme execution, you know, because I have been saying for a while, execution is worship, you know, but I'm like, I've been saying it for a minute, but when we, when, when, you know, when we start doing the disc and then, you know, when I start getting into it a little bit more in the other tests, I start realizing like, oh, okay, like there are specific qualities Mm-hmm. of executors like this isn't you know what I'm saying it's just not theory like it's real it's there's certain characteristics you have you know what I'm saying and if you have them the probability of you executing is greater if you don't have them it's not you know and so I'm talking to people and I'm like yo I, I hear what y'all are saying but you know you what you're saying is effort you know that's what you keep saying you know and I and I know there are books out about you know, effort and we got to put forth effort and I talk about 120%, you know, but at the end of the day, it's a, it's, it's a crazy, it's crazy, bro. Because like, yo, my man was executing, you know what I'm saying? Like him and his team, they was doing it, you know, but then his son got sick and it's like, yo, is it fair? And I've talked to other people with different, you know, kind of situations. And it's like, yo, I'm responsible for, to whatever extent, you know, the success of this company. And there was a time where, you know, I'm saying I was killing the game. And and now it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm not killing the game now, you know, maybe because of circumstances, but I feel like, you know, for real, this company owed me, you know, and for me, I, I wrote the scenario because like I said, I, I heard a lot of people kind of in that same vein. And then it was an actual movie I saw. I do not remember it. I do not remember the movie, man. I, I feel remember bad you that telling I remember me about movie. that movie too. Yeah, now that you just said it was a I movie, saw. I remember you telling me about that. And I'm gonna try to see if I can find it. Look on S two S, our Instagram guys. I'm gonna find it because I know that guy uh, played in a couple of movies, and I think I'll be able to find you know a movie that he. What's played his name? In. Do you he, remember his name? I'll look it up. I don't. I do remember he played in a movie um, with the president. You know and. Um, he, yeah, he played the movie with a president, like he was he was the uh, uh, saving the president. So all I know, see, is he played a president, but I don't, um, what, he was defending the president, but I don't remember his name, but I'm going to look him up. But his son actually in the movie got sick, you know, and I mean, just the weirdest thing. He was a top performer. Yeah. And he had to make this decision between, you know, I mean, his son and you know, his job. Well, he didn't make the decision. They made a decision for him. So I, I really wanted to talk about that because I think there are a lot of people who are, you know, for real, you, you, you're stuck because you're like, yo, this company ain't right. Like, for real, I, I have bent my, I've bent over backwards for this company. Like, you know, I've contributed, I've done so much, and now a life experience has happened, you know, a trial or a tribulation, you know, whatever's happening in your life that's not allowing you to perform at the level that you were performing at before mm-hmm. and you could feel the difference in the job. Like you could feel the tension, you could feel the stress, you know what I'm saying? You can feel, you, you can feel it. So I just kind of want to talk about it and see like, I mean, everybody can give me their perspective of what, you know, do you feel like it's fair that somebody would fire a person like this? You know, and so why? And then let's talk to the person who's actually going through that transition and see if we can help that person going through that transition, you know, make the adjustments necessary so they can continue to thrive. Do I think it's fair? Absolutely not. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, similar to what I said last week about the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, they got robbed. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, we should, all this Rams talk, we should be talking about 
Saints and Patriots in the Super Bowl, period. I should have been down there at the NFL fan experience, like looking at Drew Brees gear. And, you know, but the reality of the situation is it happened. So is it fair? I would say 100% no. But again, it, this is a cruel world, man. Like, I don't know if people understand, uh-huh. but like, you know, and I and I have to remind myself because, you know, one thing I love e, about being an entrepreneur and, and doing the work we do is like, yo, I only got to work with the people I want to work with. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, we, we can choose to insulate ourselves around good people, you know, good fathers, husbands, like that kind of thing. Like, we don't have to go do business with sharks per se, you know, although we've, you know, maybe ended up in a few situations where there were people trying to be sharky, whatever. But like, yo, the, the, the reality of the situation is most people looking to use you up and spit you out. And hmm. you are only as good to them as you your last moment. If you have a bad moment tomorrow, most people are going to turn their back on you. Is it fair? Is it right? No. But is it a reality? Yes. So I would say, no, it's not fair, but it is real and it is life. And most people are not on, oh, well, you were a great guy and this is what you did for me before. Man, there, there's a, you know, it's so crazy. I always say there's a reason cliches are cliches, but Janet Jackson said, what have you done for me lately? And that's mm-hmm. most people, bro. I promise you, you could, bro, you could, you could have a hundred fire speeches in a row, E, and make one bad speech. It's going to be people like, yo, yeah. E, whack. It's like, yo, my man put in a hundred and one bad, and like, all, all the, E ain't, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, wow, but is it fair? No, it's just the reality of the type of world we live in. And I think, E, you do a good job touching on it. But the reason they say nice guys finish last, I don't even, it's not because they're nice, it's because I believe people are naive. And you think that because you looking at the world with these rose-colored glasses on, hmm. that there's not people out there that will chew your butt up and spit you out. And I'm talking about if you're working in corporate America, if you're working somewhere where that bottom line got to be hit and they got shareholders and all the rest of that stuff, let me tell you something. Much love to you and your son. But y'all got to go. And that's just the world we live in, man. I don't like it. I promise you. I wish we lived in a world where it was like, I don't know. Maybe it's like that in Europe, though, because they get like a year <laughs> for maternity leave. They just, they on another level. But all I know is from what I've experienced here in America, in the States. Absolutely. Bro, Absolutely. if you're not putting up points, you as good as dead. And unfortunately, it's just a reality. So yeah. I would say to answer your question, it's not fair but it's definitely real. Yeah. Hey, you, I, I, you, I, you, oh, go for it, Carl. Yeah, no, no. I was just going to say, like, when you talk about this country, the word the word that comes to mind is capitalistic and that mm-hmm. that defines it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yo, the, the, whole, the whole goal of this thing is to get more. You know what I'm saying? So the opportunity that you have right now, um, if you're not performing at it and you're not getting more in whatever capacity it is, then like C said, you're as good as your last hit. So when you talk business, man, it's so hard because, and I'm just echoing C's sentiment, but it's just so tough because for real, like you've poured into, you know, my man poured into, did whatever. Um, but the reality is the flip side of it is a business has to thrive. You know what I'm saying? So you got to flip the coin. What do you do as a business that has to thrive? Like this person is right, not Everybody going to be out of a job. Well, that's that's real. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna be the only one. Yeah, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Yep. 
But yeah, no, no, from that business perspective, I, I, I definitely can see like, man, like, what do you do? Like, how loyal can you be to somebody that's not performing? And again, I'm not basing it on, on the last hit, you know what I'm saying? But you do have somebody that has been at one point in time producing. Think sports. Like, my man scoring, you know, three touchdowns a game, and then you go through six months and he ain't scored nothing. Like, Hurst. the, pr- yeah, the pressure is on you. If I was the Hurst. boss, if I was the, like you said, the capitalistic boss on the other side, I will say, yeah. and we compensated you for those touchdowns. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah, yeah, did, real did, talk. Did you do it for yeah. free? Now, if you did it for free, no. now, e, now E owed me and you. You know what I'm saying? We did it for free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a different type of loyalty. But yeah. if I was paying your butt, in all seriousness, if I'm paying you, mm. it, it's transactional. And that's the way people look at the world. That's the key like, word right there. It's transactional. Yeah. You were yeah. doing a great job. I paid you for that great job handsomely. You were doing a bad job. I didn't pay you. And that's just the world we live in. And again, not mm. fair. I, I, I would love to live in a world where it was like, yo, Take care of your kid, dog. We're going to pay you exactly what you were making when you left. And I don't care if it takes five years to get him back straight. We're going to look out for you because of what you did on the back of this company. Now, that's probably what percentage, E? What percentage of bosses? Uh, Three. Three (laughs) percent. That's what I'm saying. So unless you're working for, like, somebody with a heart of go, I'm talking about just go, Warren Buffett maybe, I don't know. You, the chances are, like, yo, you're only as good as your last hit. And trust me, I'm going through this situation. It's so funny. I promise you, man. Sometimes we're on the same page, and I think it's just because of, you know, how we've been together so long. I got one of my homies, and he does, you know, he's, he's in sales, and he's literally going through this exact same thing right now. And I don't even, and I'm, it's so funny, and I didn't even really know how to respond to him because I didn't want to be like, it wasn't a time for tough love. Think about this. You know, he's 41. He's built an entire lifestyle around this job. His wife doesn't work. His kids, you know, they're in public school, but, you know, they got basketball and all kind of stuff. They got a nice house and all of this stuff. And the climate has changed where he works. They've put some crazy, you know, expectations on him in terms of what numbers he has to hit now and all kind of stuff that they've just changed the comp plan tremendously. And every month it's like, you know, fighting tooth and nail to get there. And he's so worried about losing his job. And he calls me and he always talks about like, yo, I was here when this company was only 10 employees. And, you know, I, you know, for five straight years, I was number one in sales. I'm the reason we recruited all these other people. And I kind of was just playing the shoulder to cry on, you know, type of role. Like, you know, believe it or not, I'm not like, in my regular life, my friends are not always <laughs> looking for me to be like solving all their problems per se. You know, sometimes they just want to vent. And I was letting mm-hmm. them vent, E, but it was the exact same, you know, what, what, you know, got, you know, uh, blessed and it's not the son being sick, but it is a similar situation in that he did so much for a company and now here they are almost, what they're doing to him is almost putting numbers on him that can't be hit, so he purposely can mm. lose his job. You know what I mean? So it's like, he's been like barely scraping by, but he's like, every month he's like, yo, this could be it, you know? And so that's no way to live, but I'm like, wow, that just hit really close to home because I got mm. a friend like that. And I'm like, yo, at the end of the day, this is this is the world we live in. Like, I wish it this wasn't, is America. but it is. This is America. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is no definitely America. Your, your nice character and your uh, holy mm. rolling self did not 
create the rules, okay? You playing uh-huh. within the game. So, yeah, no, uh-huh. go for it. You make the point um, you was trying to make, but, yeah, when you yeah, asked no, no, me I, when I, I read that. I, yeah, no, I was just saying to your point, you know, when you're naive, you know, and you are the good person, you know, and you are, like, for real, the effort, like, there are those of you who are listening, we cannot debate your effort. Like, you're killing the game in terms of effort, you know. Um, but I think to, to what I've realized, see, studying you know, the, 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 the individuals that execute, you know, at a high level because execution is worship. You know, what I realize is that, you know, one of the things that we have to do is we have to make a shift because when you're naive, effort is your feelings, mm-hmm. you know, and you're thinking mm-hmm. from a place of feelings like, yo, I did this, I did this, I did that. Whereas capitali- cap- capitalism is dealing with and executors are dealing with facts. That's right. You know, result. it's like yeah. C said, bottom line. So one thing, well, two things I just said that I, I hope you would do is the one I would hope that you would change your lens. You know, um, because I think you, I, I think what happens is when you are a person of effort and you get your feelings involved and you feel like the company is not looking out for you the way you think the company should look out for you, whatever effort you were giving, you may start to lose some of that effort. Just because you feel like, yo, it's not what it used to be. You know, it's not fair, you know, and I, I would just caution that. And I'm definitely there. Like, that's that's, you know, who I am as a person. But the thing I had to realize was, OK, you got to change your lens because they're not looking at it. You know, the, the CEO cannot look at it like you look at it. You know, he has to look at it. She has to look at it as what's the bottom line? Like, if I have to pay salary I have to have the money to be able to pay it. You know what I'm saying? I can't pay what I don't have. And if this high performing salesperson isn't bringing in the million dollar clients that they used to, even though I do feel it that their son, you know, has, man, unfortunately had a tragedy, we're still losing those million dollar contracts, which means that there's a gap that's there. So your staff, you know, everything you were doing, we don't have that anymore. So I would just say, you know, for those of you who are, on the on that side of it, just say like, yo, for real, I'm gonna have to look at it from a different lens. I need to start looking at it as my boss looks at it and not necessarily as he or she wants to look at it, but if they're running a business, how they have to look at it. Like mm-hmm. Carl said, it's capitalistic society. So they have to look at look at it that way. I, I think you touched on a, uh, a topic that I'd like to, you know, really, you know, take some time to go through, E, because I think it, was true for us coming into this? Maybe not you. I, I don't know. I, I, I'll i speak for myself in that saying. Um, I came into personal development. Now, mind you, I didn't even know what personal development was per se, right? Like, I had always been, you know, speaking and mentoring and, you know, in this lane and, you know, kind of, I guess, been doing personal development. But again, when I met E, it became an actual career path or an opportunity or, you know, whatever, to become an entrepreneur um, you know, build, you know, businesses and, you know, do whatever we're doing now, right? Like that, I didn't see that as a career path, but he kind of introduced me to it and we made this into, I still don't even know what it is, but it, it is what it is. Um, but we've, we've had some success, but when I came into a field like personal development, e, and I'm just saying like, so for instance, you know, Candace works at GE, right? Like that's just corporate. Like nobody come in there thinking like, oh, this is about to be so great. But I came into, and, and I want everybody out there to hear me because you're you're pissed because you're a good person and you don't understand. And so I came into personal development e thinking, 
yo, everybody in here is just trying to help people. Everybody's talking that talk. Everybody's faithful to their wives. Everybody's, you know, talking about entrepreneurship and building businesses and looking out for one another and giving people good information. And they're having conferences and they're trying to help other people get to the next level. And boy, was I shocked when I found out that even in a field that is supposed to be about personal growth and helping people go to the next level, how many sharks there are, and not, and not in a good way, right? Because I think you could be a shark in a good way. Like, I'm sure, like, Mark Cuban's probably a shrewd businessman and probably just gets it done. All things are fair, and I'm just using his name because he's on Shark Tank, and I just watched Shark Tank the other night. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have businessmen and women who are just cutthroat, but in a good way, right? Like, they do everything above board. They make it happen. But there are some, let's call them dirty sharks, and they're dirty sharks in this lane that we're in, E. And we've dealt with them before. And I remember looking at E sometimes and going, yo, based on my man's Facebook and Instagram, I thought, and it's like, yo, you get behind the curtain and it's like the Wizard of Oz. Hmm. And it's like, yo, they're just not who they say they are. And I'm not saying we're perfect by any means. But I can honestly tell you, there are perfect intentions here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that don't mean every, you know, event we do is perfect and Oh, my name got messed up at the sign-in. We got flaws. There's no question. But I don't. There, there has never been one moment where we've had a staff meeting where E and I have talked, where Carl and I have been like, "Yo, let's hustle one person out of one single solitary penny." When we ask you to get in BU, it is because we feel like we've built a program and a product that would be great of great value to you. Now. Is every single person going to come to a and be like, oh, it's the greatest thing I've ever been in? Absolutely not. But we have perfect intentions when we build it, when we build our Game Changers platform, when we do anything we do has always been above board. And I think you guys know that. You listen to this podcast and we let you into our lives enough for you guys to know who we really are. But I'm taking the long way home to say that if there are sharks in a field that is supposed to be on the up, if you will. And I air quotes around that. This is me being naive as a 23, 24-year-old who's trying to figure out the world and thinks that all people in this particular lane are you know, above board or whatever. But if there are sharks that will cut your head off and, and leave you for dead in this field, what you think is going on in your field while you're trying to be you mm. know, a, a lawyer or a doctor <laughs> or a nurse or corporate America or an accountant or <laughs> top a, a, sales a, a, associate. whatever, you know what I mean? The list just goes on. And so the question I want to ask you E is do nice guys finish last? When did you figure out this field was kind of packed with sharks and we had to put on our big boy pants and go to war too? And can, do you think that can harden you and taking away some of who you are? And, and I guess overall I want to know, and this is a lot of questions in a row, but I also <laughs> want to know, what do you say to that nice person who, I know it's a dude right now listening to the podcast, like, yo, I got a girl, faithful, I'm a good dad, I ain't got no crazy, you know, habits, I'm not just going crazy, you know, out drinking, smoking, and ruining my life, like, I'm just a good dude, and I'm getting passed up for promotions, people at work talking crazy about me, you know, I, I'm going to church, I'm praying, I'm doing all of these things, and it's not working for me, but the guy next to me who uh, hmm. uh, committing adultery, you know, going crazy, 
just a bad guy stabbing people in the back seems like he's having so much success. What do you say to that person? Have you ever been that person that had to overcome that? And how do you get them to that next level if they don't have that shark and they are a nice guy or nice you know, girl? You know what I mean? Yeah, no question. Yeah, last guys do finish last if they're bringing their... Well, last guys finish last. I was asking about nice guys. <laughs> I was going to let last it go. Last guys See, definitely finish chuckling. last. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no question for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, so no, no. When you ask me, uh, do nice guys finish last, I, I would have to say yes. You know, nice guys do finish last. And I, I think the problem, and I tried to say it earlier, is that there's nothing wrong with being a nice guy if we're talking about a nice guy you know, arena, you know what I'm saying? We're talking about, you know, maybe see like being a big brother, big sisters, you know, you being a Christian or something. Yeah, nice guys don't finish last when nice guys got home court advantage. When you're playing the nice guy game. But when you're playing business, you know, you have to play business the way business is played or you, you, you know, you can't compete. You know, so I think I said it earlier, but I mean it. Stop assuming the business world is full of people who have good intentions, you know, and I'm going to say this because I know I talked about the whole shark thing, but I, I do want y'all to understand because you, I, you, you can't get over, um, you know, over emotional. All right. I, I think what happens sometimes is that there are people who just only know how to look out for their own interests. And when she talked about sharks, like, yeah, there, 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 there are probably, you know, different types of sharks. Like, you can't produce on his own. It is what it is. I don't care how, you know, sweet dudes talk they are, but most dudes cannot produce on their own. Right. Most people need somebody else to be able to produce. So they need to be able to, it's like what I said when I was, when I was in college, when I was in school, period. When it came to writing, that just wasn't my thing. So I needed a rubric. You know, some people didn't do a rubric. They just took your paper and cheated off that joint. So I don't, I don't always look at it as evil people when I say sharks. It's just some people, they just can't produce on their own. So they have to steal your stuff. They have to take your stuff in order for them to be able to whatever. They, they're not trying to, like, hurt you or harm you. They, they just trying to survive. No, 100%. Hmm. I get it. I just know hmm. there's people out oh. there and they're listening and they hurt because... They being left behind, you know what I'm saying? Like they they not feeling that. So, yeah, no question, man. Um, we could go on forever because I was actually thinking while you was talking, and I was like, yo, let me get this other thing out. Um, don't stop using you got sharked as an excuse for your softness too. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. this is a gorilla talking now, so you know what I mean. Be careful. But I know people they have. Um, unrealistic expectations of other people. And you gotta stop doing that, man. People expect more out of you than they expect out of themselves, and it's crazy. Mm. And you gotta stop doing that. Everybody's not a shark, you know what I'm saying? And you can't use your lack of execution as mm. an excuse to say, well, Eric, well, they are shark and they ain't do it. No, no, no. Sometimes you're just not getting it done at the level you're, you should be getting it done. You're not putting in the work, you're not putting in the effort, you're not executing on the level you should be. And that's why you're losing, not because you got sharked, okay? Like I, I, I just want to throw that disclaimer out there, and maybe we can use a whole other podcast hmm. to discuss that. But man, people are quick to blame other people for their missteps, for their misfortunes, and when you wasn't perfect, and you, I, 
No, sometimes you're just not executing on the level. And if you, as long as you keep looking everywhere else but in the mirror, you're going to keep being broke. You're going to keep being hurt. You're going to keep struggling. And, um, yeah, it's just a matter, you know, the fact of the matter, and I hate to go gorilla, but it's in my nature. Um, the other thing that's in my nature, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all, all through your nature. I'm talking about nature. all through it. Listen, the Superfood Green Juice Powder that the entire crew, the entire clique, my whole family pops is up on the Organifi Heavy right now. Um, listen, man, everybody's uh, in our inner circle, man. We turned them on to it, and they love it, all right? The Superfood Green Juice Powder. Where else can you get, uh, man, just a ton of the world's best vegetables all in one uh, sip, okay? Just uh, crack the packet open, pour it in your water, shake it up, let's go. Uh, man, they have a ton of great products, and that's what we're using, guys. And so, of course, with this podcast, man, we bring it to you, sponsored by Organifi every week. They've been a great partner for us. They continue to be a great partner for us, and they um, provide a quality product, man, which is why we try to introduce you guys to it. Sean Stevenson, our resident health expert, which we got to get Sean back on soon and uh-huh. uh, discuss these Jamaica bodies. We probably should have did this <laughs> in December to get ready. Um, but Organifi, man, is uh, what we what we are using, and E doesn't really use. He you can't get E to do anything, and uh, he loves the Organifi as well, man. So uh, we want you to rock with it as well. You can get twenty percent off, all right, using our promo code Success. That's O R G A N I F I dot com, Organifi dot com. Use the promo code Success, man. Get twenty percent off and tell us how you like it. All right, write in, send us an email, put a comment on the Instagram, tell us how you like the. Um, like I said, the green juice is my favorite. We got people use the red, the gold. I know Jalen likes the gold a lot, E. Um, he really rocks with that in the nighttime joint, kind of help you relax. Uh, but I prefer the green, man. I do the green two, three times a day, and it's great. So uh, shout out to hey, y'all got Shout another, out to Breed University. Uh, Carl, my bad, real quick, while E is you know, on that coaching thing, on that accountability yeah. thing, man. Shout out to everybody in the program, first and foremost. I don't ever want y'all to think we don't appreciate y'all. We got some you know, phenomenal people, man. I ran into somebody at the NFL experience today who was like, yo, I'm BU. You know, just got in, man, signed up, heard the podcast, man. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the family, breatheuniversity.com. If you're tired of living the same life, man, if you're tired of not having the inner circle, if you're tired of not, you know, having access to, you know, quality folks doing quality things, man, join us at breatheuniversity.com. And uh, I can't tell the promo code because he's on with us now, but listen to the last (laughs) podcast for the promo code if it's still up. And uh, yeah, Carl, go for it. What you got? Oh, no, no, I was going to tell you, I was cutting you off mm-hmm. with Organifi. I just actually ordered y'all. There's a new a new um, uh, variation to that yellow joint they got. <clears throat> and it's supposed to be like a, a hot chocolate kind of joint that you could ooh. do at night. So that should be coming to y'all ooh, ooh. in a couple of years. Okay. Organifi is growing. E. Yeah, University.com. Check us uh, out. Also, Game Changers for all my aspiring speakers. Um, go to ga- uh, eta.com backslash Game Changers. If you want to learn how to be a professionally paid speaker, all right, um, all right. So I got I got a little bit of bone to pick with y'all. Uh, you know, I, I know I'm I'm never right. You know, I'm usually wrong. But, um, <laughs> so I just saw something come across on my text message. I just no no no. I just saw something come across on my text message that says. Well, first of all, I let y'all live because I saw this story before and I was like, yo, I should probably kill them about that. But I don't know if Carl saw it or not. But the other day, uh, it appears that Kyrie Irving 
apologized to LeBron. Yes, I did see for that. not being yeah. a great teammate and being a and young yes, I did see knucklehead. It. Because if you, anybody who's listening to this podcast, you know I'm a LeBron fan, but these guys said it's something wrong with LeBron and don't nobody want to play with him and you got to take responsibility <laughs> for the fact. And I said Kyrie was being the baby in the situation. And these guys didn't quite think so. But the other day, Kyrie said, yo, I had to call LeBron and personally apologize because I'm playing with these young pups now and they just don't get it. So that's not even why I was why y'all owe me an apology. I just got a text from somebody saying, and it's from Rick Buecher, all right, NBA beat writer, Kyrie open to rejoining LeBron. Uh, it says, sources close to the Celtics say Kyrie is genuinely interested in reuniting with LeBron. That just broke tonight. This is Tuesday evening. That's breaking mm. news. You guys will know all about it by the time you hear mm. it Thursday. But I just wanted to do a nan nan boo boo told you so to y'all. Hey, just just add Davis to the Lakers and Kyrie, and we could have a real NBA again. Yeah. Uh, I, t- I sent it to Josh. Josh was like, yo, I'm done with the NBA. It's like AAU. <laughs> oh, no you know doubt. what I'm saying? It's like no. the AAU team. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like, yo, you about to go- y'all want to go play in LA? Cool. I'll see y'all over there. It's just, it, it is getting out of hand with the super teams. And then you got teams like the Pistons. Kyrie got to go over there. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It, no. LeBron started this wave. Now, I will say that. Oh, for sure. LeBron for sure. introduced yeah. the league to you ain't got to play where they say you're playing. You can just play wherever you want. LeBron started yeah. that. Listen to how powerful. Let me tell y'all something. The league has almost become comical. And I mean, and I, y'all know I love LeBron. Y'all know Anthony Davis's agent. Is Rich Paul, it's which is Rich Paul, Brown's best friend. That's I'm like, joke, how does this bro. work? You know what I'm saying? It's a like, joke. You know the NBA said they investigate. Uh, uh, well, what are they gonna find? They gonna find <laughs> what out you that gonna LeBron find, yeah. is the, uh, the commissioner of the NBA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I'm just saying I, it, it's it's crazy. But I thought that was interesting, though. I did think that was interesting that Kyrie. Yeah, but to your point, see about like playing the game. So LeBron has made himself. He's like, okay, since you guys get to trade whoever you want when you want, now as players, I'm going to get Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. I get it. Yep. No, he, he's he's a 1,000% right. I think I just, I, I don't know, man. It, it, I think what I really think is they need to cut about half the teams, let it be 16 teams, and let it just be all the greatest athletes in the world for real and just let them go crazy. Because right now it's like, bro, we, we know it's the Warriors. If the Lakers get a, it's the Warriors, the Lakers, and like throw the Celtics in if you just want to like you know entertain yeah, yourself. Toronto, the Raptors maybe. It. It's four yeah. teams that could possibly win, dog. Like yeah. the rest of the twenty eight teams or whatever it is have literally no shot at winning it. You know what I'm saying? Like even like you like the fifth seed, you got no shot. <laughs> they all on the West. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, yeah. except the Raptors. Yeah. Shout out to the Raptors. Kawhi got them boys balling, but they tend to. Uh, uh, I guess it's the Drake effect. They tend to fizzle out there in mm. the uh, in the playoff. But yeah, no. So I just thought that was interesting, though. I did think that was interesting that Kyrie said, "Yo, LeBron, my bad, bro. I was dumb. You was right. I didn't want to listen." And he, I think he was like specifically talking about like, "Yo, I wanted to be the man." And he's mm. seeing with the young guys there, like, yo, they want to be the man. And it's yeah. like, wow. Yeah, give me the ball. Yep. Yeah. So uh, self-assess, bro. Better, better late than never. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. he didn't have to say that. You know what I mean? Like, he definitely didn't have to say that. And to say he called LeBron 
and apologized is even bigger. If you uh, go to he, L.A. and Davis go to L.A., we got L- L.A. L.A. Warriors. We got a we got a we got a match. Yeah, we got nah, some we'll, real basketball we'll see, again. But then KD gonna lead the Warriors and go to the Knicks or something. So I don't know. Stay tuned. That's our PTI <laughs> segment of the podcast. Um, what are y'all? How, what, what are we looking like on time? I feel like it's late. No, I've been in trouble. <laughs> so, just wear it out. How long we been on, Carl? Uh, Mike thinks it's an hour and forty minutes. Mm, yeah, no, nah, but we had it. But we, yeah, we had some. Some of that will be there. omitted. We had a technical <laughs> difficulty, as you may or may not heard, have heard. Um, so, y'all want to do one ask et or? How should we have? He already in trouble. Let's just get one in. Okay, this was an interesting one that came in from Nikki in Tucson, Arizona. She's a BU member. Hey, Nikki, shout out to you. Hey, E, I have a question. My husband and I are recently married and things are going great. However, I approached him about joining our bank accounts together and he insisted that we keep them separate. I was shocked by his reaction and haven't said anything since. I'm really trying to figure out... If I'm in the wrong for assuming that we would join our bank accounts once we got married, or is he in the wrong for being so adamantly against it? Do you and your wife have a joint account? I really just need some advice before I bring it back up to him. Yeah, we do. But I need to know some more information. Are you, are you blowing the money? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. You know, just for real, again, this goes back to my interpretation, of, you know, my Christian experience, and the Bible says that the two became one. Hmm. So for me, I just think it's always a, I think it's, I did, 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 did he read that scripture? Because <laughs> D seemed like at first she was trying to keep her stuff separate. Actually, she did because she was like my man, adamantly against, you know, bringing it together because she kind of felt like, you know, I'm the mature one financially. But we, we I don't know if I ever said this. For sure she wanted them separate when we quit our jobs to do YouTube. <laughs> For sure. This and you, was and like, your name yeah, can't no, go nowhere near her. <laughs> But no, early in our marriage, you know, we had had some tension about it. And oddly enough, we watched a movie called The Good Luck Club. It's the craziest hmm. thing. We, I, I don't know why, why we watched it. Is it The Joy Luck Club or The Good Luck Club? Maybe. No, no. It, is it The Joy Luck Club? I don't know. I just, I, I've heard the, I thought, I, I don't know. It's late, bro. Is it The Joy Luck Club or The Good Luck Club? It was a depiction of maybe five or six Asian families kind of going through their lives that was the that's what that was no that, that was crazy rich asians you tripping oh okay <laughs> I, I, was playing, I ain't seen that either you know what i'm saying candace was watching it the other night <laughs> so but i'm just saying it, 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 in the scene they went through that exact same thing and somehow mm. i just googled the joy luck club and it looked like some asians on there so ah i was right he said um, the good luck club you know what i'm saying she, Nikki gonna need good luck, so maybe that's why. Hey, last guy's finished last, okay? You know what I'm <laughs> last guy's finished last. Hey, I finally don't even Carl don't even text me, ask me the title to the podcast. Last guy's finished last. Finished last. There he is. Yeah. Um, yes. No. Back to her question. I always thought it was really odd when couples got married, though. Ian had like separate bank. Cause I'm like, what does that mean? Like, if she in a pinch and y'all go out to eat, you get the steak and she got to eat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Appet- like a little small appetizer. You like, boo. You should have managed your money better. Right, 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 right. Like I just, I'm saying practically though. I don't know how that. You know what I mean? Like that's how it works though. Yeah, it does work like that. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So but no, 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 no. I don't I don't think you should if you're married, I don't think that you should be acting as 
you know, college roommates who were separate, whatever. But I do think. But I did hear somebody say, like, if you, like, some people who get married later in life end up like, yo, you just keep yours over there, I keep mine over here. I guess, even with that, though. Well, I guess Beyonce and, you know, somebody like Jay-Z, what difference do it make if you got separate accounts? I just feel like still the oneness of doing things together. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying Beyonce and Jay-Z has, has separate accounts, but I'm just saying if they did, wouldn't nobody really be tripping because everybody's got their own. But I just think it's a, a unity thing. Like, everything we do, we should be, you know what I'm saying? It should be together. We should be, it's not like you got one part of the house and I got one part of the house. So I just think we should do everything together. But if you're trifling, and you're not doing what you're supposed to do financially, I do think you need to address that and not just say our money should be together. And uh, if I could be uh, a Monday morning quarterback, y'all probably should have had this discussion before marriage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just my one, you know what I'm saying? Just like that might have been something. Y'all didn't have E.T. and Didi for premarital counseling. <laughs> to keep it real. Don't don't let a good time, a romantic time, mess up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I, hey, those are questions you kind of want to ask yourself before you uh, jump the broom. Hey, what you plan on doing with this bread? I just like Carl. You feel me? Just practically. Oh, for sure. I never yeah. understood what that meant. Like, if she can't make her car note that month, you like, hey, you're not gonna you pay. Just looking yeah. out the window at it getting repo. Like, you need a loan. You know what I'm saying? I'll spot you. When you get your check back, <laughs> I need my money back. I'm gonna need a five percent on every every straight one. up. Ain't you charging uh, interest? Oh no! Nah. Shout, <laughs> shout out to my man Elijah. Elijah, the only one I know probably had that going on. I'm teasing Elijah, my dude. Elijah just be on that interest. Like, look, I, I'm like Elijah. That's your mom. He like, look, I'm a businessman first. Um, uh, no, nah, man. Shout out to uh, shout out to Nikki, man. Y'all y'all work through that. Y'all join them bank accounts, man. Shoot. Hey, so I guess that means a prenup is all the way out the equation. Oh, any announcements? Oh, Jamaica. Oh, real quick. I said Jamaica body every time. Jamaica body update, please. Oh, ain't nothing updates up here. It's too cold for me to think about that. <laughs> I need the blubber right now. <laughs> I need all the blubber I can get right now. Oh, Carl packing on weight. <laughs> oh, like a little squirrel. <laughs> Just <laughs> blew it up for the winter. Uh, uh, e, I know E. Oh, I know E. You've been going in, bro. You've been going in. I'm going in. See, I, my wife told me I haven't been snoring. Um, one night, I'm not going to lie. See, I forgot what happened. But you know how, you, man, you know, we traveling, bro. So we got in here. Mm-hmm. We got into Cincinnati, I think, about 1140. We landed another 20-something mile ride. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I grabbed. I don't remember what I grabbed. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't, it wasn't like. Over the over uh, over the board, but it was. It wasn't that uh, that hood fish spot we went to in Cincinnati, was it? Oh, I went see. <laughs> <laughs> we was off in the trap. Me and he was off in the trap. We almost got shot trying to get that chick. Alabama. It was Alabama. Alabama fish. That's the name mm. of it. Oh, okay, you wasn't that Alabama fish, were you? I had grabbed something. I don't remember what it was. I ain't gonna lie. It was like, turn over to your right. You're snoring. I turned over to my right. Whatever reason when I turned to my right, I don't snore, period. But uh, but yeah, man, got up this morning, see, did the hour uh, incline boy with the walk, and then I ran for 20 minutes, you know what I'm saying? Then did some like. But you had my man, the professional trainer, uh, on that, had you on that hit. That hit. On that hit, bro. Yeah, I mean, that. Mm. Yeah, I did it too. What'd you, what'd you say happened to your hamstrings when you was on that hit? <laughs> Let me tell you how bad E hamstrings was hurting. He sent me a voice note to tell me how bad his hamstrings was hurting. 
<laughs> Bro, a solo voice note was just like, hey, see, I'm on this hit and I burnt my hamstring. All right, I'm out. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm just saying. Who whoever walks like that? You never need that. I'm at no point am I gonna need to do this full <laughs> extension walk. <laughs> Man, real quick, Super Bowl prediction and scores. We see who right uh when we come on the podcast. I'll go first. Uh, I got a couple rules in life. Never bet against uh, Belichick Never bet and against Brady. Tom Brady. So the Patriots. Yeah. I'm gonna go Patriots. Thirty in a close one. Thirty-one twenty-seven. Uh, yeah, thirty-one twenty-seven. New England Patriots. I got the Patriots twenty-seven twenty-one. Mm, okay, a little lower score. Okay, twenty-seven twenty-one. Yeah. So I'm saying Rams twenty-seven twenty-one. Okay. All right. There it is. We'll mark it down and we'll see who was right. You know, he, you know, he getting Hollywood now. He got he's friends with all these guys now. He's at, see, that's one good thing about me and Carl being the ugly uh, stepchildren is <laughs> we don't have no relationships to protect. So I dog you out. If you sorry, I'm calling you sorry. He, he got he, he like personal mentoring half the league, so he got to pick his words. Even though he said he gonna die, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he ain't gonna die before they hear him dogging him out. Hey, shout out to Reggie Bush. He the first one to call E. <laughs> Reggie walked up on E was like, yo, I heard that video. You said I wasn't sweet. Y'all, I died laughing. He was like, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I, I, I will give my boy E credit for that. E did not back down. He said, yep, you're absolutely right, I did. And uh, But yeah, no, nah, people, people, hey, we got people listening now, man, so... Uh, man, I appreciate y'all bearing with us. Uh, this is uh, a little longer, man, but hey, when the discussion flowing, we just let it go. Uh, excited about this weekend. Should be fun. E, I guess I'll see you in a day or two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to get me a bus ticket out to Tennessee. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, get, get, it's cheap. airfare's cheaper. Okay. All right, cool, man. Love y'all. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity.